So a quick word of prayer, amen, before we go into the word. Is that okay? Amen. Let's go ahead and bow our heads, amen. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to your presence, God. We give you all the honor and all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. I ask you, God, to anoint my lips, Lord, so whatever comes out of my mouth, God, is coming from you, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we worship you, and everybody says, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. You can take your seats, amen, amen. So, you know, this month we've been talking about love and marriage, amen, amen. Can all the brothers say amen, amen. One of my favorite topics, amen, before, before, you know, I, I, before I got married, I used to give the Bible study on love, amen, but it wasn't until, thanks to Myra, amen, when I got married, that I couldn't really give this Bible study, amen, and know what I'm talking about, amen, God is good, amen, <laughs> God is good, amen, so the book of Genesis Chapter 2, verse 23 says this. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Amen. So we're going to stop right there. So first of all, you know, we have, uh, we have Adam. Amen. He sees, he sees Eve. Amen. And I'm pretty sure that he's admiring her beauty. Amen. He's never seen a woman before. This was the first time he's seen a woman. So I'm pretty sure that when, you know, he's seen her, he was admiring her beauty, you know. So when, when he's seen her, the only thing that could come to his mind was, wow, this is the bone of my bone, amen. So he was pretty excited, amen. So then we have that a man shall leave his father and his mother to be joined to his wife. Amen. So I'm going to talk about a few points. Amen. The first point that I'm going to talk about is priority. Amen. So right here we have that a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Now you have to understand something that, you know, the, when it comes to the parents, when it comes to the mother and the father, you know, the Lord takes it very seriously, you know, for us to honor our parents. That's why he says, honor your father and your mother. So when the scripture is saying, you shall leave the father, you know, you should, the man shall leave his father and his mother, he's not talking about abandoning them. He's not talking about, you know, forgetting about them. He's talking, what, what, what the Bible is saying is that the way that the man used to honor and respect the, the father and the mother, though that respect, you know, that, 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 uh, that, that priority, that respect that the man used to give to his parents. Now that, that same thing, it doesn't belong to the parents anymore. It belongs to the wife. Amen. So before the priority was his mother and his father. That was the priority, you know. So now after the man gets married, now that woman becomes the priority. 
Amen. So now the woman becomes the priority. Now the woman is, 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 is the, the, the number one in his life. Amen. Now the woman is, 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 is the priority. It does not mean that the man is going to abandon the mother and the father. Amen. Because then if, if it did, then the Bible would contradict itself. Amen. So the word leave means relinquish. The man must relinquish the highest position of commitment and devotion previously given to his parents in order to give that position to his wife. Amen. So that position that the parents had in the man's life is no longer there. Amen. Now that position belongs to the wife. Amen. So now, you know, it's not the man's duty to try to, you know, put table, put food in their table. It's not the man's duty to, you know, uh, 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 be there as much for his parents because now he has his wife. Now he has responsibility. Now his, now his wife is the number one priority. Amen. See, I, before, before I got married, I used to always, I, I used to always preach on marriage and I used to always say you know what man I can't wait to be married and you know what and when I got married I knew it was gonna be good but I didn't know it was gonna be this good I knew I was gonna be blessed but I didn't know I was gonna be this blessed amen so the you know so with this amen my my number one priority is my wife my number one priority is not to make my mom happy. My number one priority is to make my wife happy. My number one priority, amen, is, is not to find out how my mom is doing. My number one priority is to find out how my wife is doing. And look, before, you know, before... You know, the Lord had a, you know, because the, the Lord deals with me. I don't know, maybe the Lord just deals with me and he doesn't deal with you. But the Lord deals with me. He, he had a deal with me and he's still dealing with me. Amen. But before, when I first got married, my wife used to call me all the time when I would be at work, you know. And I'd be like, man, you don't understand. I'm, 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 I'm on a three-story roof. I'm holding a gutter. And the drill, one hand is holding the gutter, the other hand, I'm holding the drill. But she does not care. She wants me to answer the phone. Amen. Because if I tell her, if I try to explain to her my surroundings, she don't care. All she wants to know is why I didn't answer the phone. Amen. But look, when, a couple years later, amen, she ended up in the hospital for a whole month. Because, you know, she was pregnant, having complications. And then she was in the hospital. And, and this was in the beginning when, you know, we we're being deceived, amen, lied to. So we were all scared. So, you know, because of the restrictions, I couldn't go in as I pleased. And I couldn't take my daughter in there. So, but what, what I used to do, what we used to do is I used to call her every 30 minutes it don't matter if i was on the roof it don't matter if i was about to get to work i would stop what i was doing to pick up the phone and look and it wasn't just a regular conversation it was a video call 
I would show her what I was doing. I would put it on the video and I would say, look, this is where I'm at. And I'm serious. So the Lord had to deal with me because after she came out of the hospital, guess what I was doing? I would call her on a video call and I would show her, look, this is what I'm doing. Amen. So, you know, then, then I learned, you know what? I got to be there for my wife. It don't matter where I'm at. It don't, know, it don't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't, it doesn't, I, if she's calling me, I have to answer, you know? So, and let me tell you this. This is how you know, if you go to my work, you will, you will see that I'm not lying. Because when we're about to work and my phone starts ringing, if the phone is in my van, my workers will get the phone and take it to me. And they would either tell me, hey, your wife is calling. Or so-and-so is calling because they seen, thank God for that, amen, because they seen my priority, my number one power. See, as a husband, my number one ministry, my number one ministry is being a husband. That's my number one ministry because if I'm giving a Bible study and I come home and I'm not giving Bible studies at home, then something is really wrong. My number one ministry is to be a husband then to be a father. Amen. So we have to understand our priority. And look, we have to prioritize communication. That's where the Lord had to deal with me. Because I didn't want to communicate. But when that happened, I was like, man, I was, I was calling her every 30 minutes. Amen. And another, another priority is romance. Amen. Another priority is the relationship, amen? The relationship that a husband and a wife have is the most important thing, is the most important thing. The romance is the most important thing, amen? So, and then, you know, we must communicate, amen? See, look, when there's no communication, there's nothing, See, the Lord, in the, in the Bible, the Lord always compares the church and, and him as a husband and wife. So we have to come to prayer. Amen. We have to come to prayer and we have to seek him. And we, and we communicate. We read the word of God. We fast. We fast. When we fast one day or six hours or one day or two days, we're having that intimate session with the Lord. Amen. So, you know, I've learned that with my wife, I need that intimate session as well. And when kids can see, you know, because then kids come along and then they try to take some of that intimate time that, that belongs to the husband and wife. Amen. And I've learned that I've learned that my wife comes first, comes before my girls. Because look, when I used to, when I would come home from work and she was in the hospital for 30 days, I would go to work, I would leave my daughter crying. I would leave the hospital, I would leave my wife crying. So I was like, I'm leaving everybody crying. But the one that I care the most is my wife. My, right now, my daughter, she, she runs to me and she hugs me. And I tell her, I tell her, are you going to love me like this when you get married? Are you going to hug me like this when you get married? 
And, you know, she says yes or whatever, but she don't know what she's saying. But me and you know that she's not going to hug me like that once she gets married. Amen. So I got to put my wife before my girls. Amen. Because once my girl, you know, my girls are very beautiful. Amen. I know they're going to get married. Amen. I can't wait. Amen. To meet who it is. Amen. So we can go to the shooting range. Amen. We'll go up to the Palmdale to the desert. Amen. We'll see, we know. <laughs> so, and look, let me tell you something. I've seen that it's very important for the kids to see how mom and dad love each other. Because when it's, when it, when it's strange to the kids, see the mom and dad hug each other, something is not right. Something is not right. Amen. But when the kids see that mom and dad love each other, that actually helps them. Amen. That helps them. Look, you know, the, the other day was Valentine's, praise God. I have it easy because my wife told me, she goes, you know what? If one day you feel like bringing me roses, bring me a cup of coffee from Starbucks. So I'm like, all right, there it is. But look, I had my daughter. I got, I show up with my cup of coffee. I have my daughter telling me, where's the flowers and the balloons? <laughs> and then I'm like, looked at my wife. And she goes, I didn't say nothing. So what I do, I grab my daughters and I told my wife, I'll be back. Because my daughter, you know, I had to get them balloons and flowers for my wife and everything. So I told my daughter this. I, then, I, I, then I bought a balloon specifically for my daughter. And I was like, I was like, okay, is your husband going to give you balloons every Valentine's Day? And he, she said, yes, he is. I said, I got to set the standard. Amen. I got to set the standard. I got to love them. Amen. Because they, they have to know that, that love. Amen. That love and effect, they, they have to, they can't settle for anything less. Amen. If they, if, they, if they choose a husband that doesn't work, I don't know where they got that idea from. So I'm setting the standard. Every time me and my wife go on vacation, they go on vacation also. Even though they stay home, they say they're in vacation. Amen. So I'm setting the standard. I'm setting the standard. Amen. This is how your man has to treat you. Amen. Priority. The, the number one priority is my wife, is the husband. Amen. So number two, okay, because right here we have, therefore, a man should leave his father and mother. Amen. So that priority is no longer for them. That priority is now for the wife. Amen. Now, where it says, and be joined to his wife. Okay. So what that means is to pursue. Amen. To be joined to his wife, it's an action. It's an action. To be joined, it's an action. So that means... That it takes work. Amen. So the secret to staying in love is work. Amen. Because if you, if, 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 see, love is a feeling. But there's two types of love. Because the real love is not a feeling. It's a spiritual thing. 
That's why a lot of us, before we came to the Lord, it's a fruit of the Spirit. Love is a fruit of the Spirit. That's why when, when, when we get the Holy Ghost, amen, and, 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 you know, we get married, it's no longer any regular love. It's a fruit of the Spirit. So what that means is that I'm not going to stop loving you just because you make me mad. Amen. Because a lot of divorces, they get divorced because they don't feel that love anymore. You know, they don't feel anything anymore. Amen. So love is work. Love is the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. So we need the Holy Ghost. Amen. A husband and a wife need the Holy Ghost. Amen. And a successful marriage depends on how much work you put into it. Amen. So depending how much work you put into your marriage, that's what we're going to get out of it. Amen. If we want a successful marriage, we do have to put work. And it takes a lot of, of denying yourself. Amen. You know, it wasn't until I got married that I didn't knew how selfish I was. Let me explain. I'm no longer selfish, but, you know, like I said, the Lord deals with me. Amen. He, he deals me a lot. He must really love me. So we went to in and out Amen. And, you know, I got fries. I got my lemon up. No ice. To my wife, you get whatever you want. She got a, you know, she got something different. So then she starts eating my fries. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then she, she asked if she could have some of my drink. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? This is my drink. I asked you what you wanted. You could have got the same thing. Amen. So then... She would look at me while she's trying to, Brother James knows what I'm talking about. She would, and then afterwards she would tease me. She would pretend to grab it, and then she doesn't. And I'm like, so what I started doing, I just started ordering two of everything, amen? So that way, you know. But look, even, even at that, she still grabs my stuff. So I just said, you know what? I give up. I give up. Amen. But look, like I said, the, the Lord had to deal with me. Amen. Because when, when a person gets married, it's no longer two people. It's one person. Amen. So all the, all the responsibilities from the past that were individual, now those responsibilities become one person. Amen. So it's no longer... My, my shall support or her shall support is our shall support. Amen. It's no longer her debt is now my debt too. It's no longer my problem is her problem too. Amen. And, 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 you know, that's just how it is. And we have to, we have to do it. Amen. We have to do it. So it takes action. Amen. It takes action to, to pursue. Amen. To, to, to make it work. 
Amen. Because look, one thing that I know for sure is that I am not going to let the devil destroy my marriage. I am not going to let the devil play with my kids. Brother and sister, we have a purpose. Whether you're single, whether you're married, we have a purpose. Especially if you're married, the devil hates it. Because since the beginning of time, the devil has always tried to bring, uh, to separate marriage. He's always attacked marriage. Amen. He attacked Eve. Amen. So since, since the beginning of time, the devil hated people in the Lord to get married. Amen. Because he knows that when a, when a person is married and we're doing the things in the Lord, the sky's the, the, sky's the limits. When I was single, I could only do so much in my groups, in my, in my, in my life groups. But then when I got married... The Lord opened up the floodgates because then I had my wife. I, and, and you know what? The Lord blesses the marriage. Amen. It just, it takes work. Okay. It takes a lot of work. And, and look, and I'm not scared to work. Amen. And I know a lot of men, amen, sometimes we rather work outside it could be a hundred degrees. It could be the hardest work that anybody, you could be, you're the only person qualified to do that work. But sometimes it's not even as hard as working in the marriage. So the marriage, it takes work. That's why we have to put God first. That's why we have, we, we, we have to put God first. Amen. And as a husband, we have to love our wives. That, and God, even God says it, love your wives how Christ loves the church. Amen. So it takes work. Amen. And so that, what that means is that when we pursue each other, means that we have to please each other. Amen. We have to please each other. And that takes a lot of sacrifice. That takes sacrifice. Amen. Because when I was single, I would just try to please certain people amen but when i get married my num my number one priority is to please my wife the number one priority of my wife is to please me the husband amen see before i got married i used to always call my mom and ask her to make me some enchiladas <laughs> or she would even she would even call me and ask me hey you want me to make you some some tacos de papa i be like, all right, I'm on my way. But now, I don't have to go all the way out there. Now, I, I got my wife. And look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I remember I heard pastors say, you know, the wife will start calling the husband daddy. Or the husband will start calling the wife mommy. And it's true. Because it happened to me. And I'm not just talking about intimacy i'm talking about out in the open i remember i was like okay yeah just you know go ahead go ahead and ask my mom i mean my wife it came out and i was like oh wow i was like yeah you know what yeah go ahead and ask my wife what she um, go ahead and ask my mom what she wants i mean not my mom my wife and they were like your mom no 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 my wife so it's because I don't, you know, I see my wife, she pleases me. Amen. It's been a long time. Well, last week, five years, amen. 
Let's give God a round of applause. Amen. And look, look, I purposely got married during the Valentine's time because when it's almost Valentine's, everyone knows that it's my anniversary. So not only don't I, I don't forget, but nobody forgets. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that it's my anniversary. Oh, Valentine's coming. Oh, wow. It's Lionel's and Myers' anniversary. Amen. So pursue. Amen. Pursue. So when Adam, when he, when, 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 when he left, amen, well, not Adam, because when the Bible says this, it wasn't talking about Adam, because Adam didn't have a mother and father. When the Bible talks about that, he's not talking about Adam, because Adam didn't have mother and father. He had a creator. It was God. God is the one that made him. So that scripture is talking about me and you, amen, that we have to leave our mother and our father, amen, and cleave unto our wife, join our wife so we can become as one flesh, amen. So to be joined, it takes a lot of work. To stay joined, it takes a lot of work. And look, let me tell you, this is what I've learned. Forgiveness and I'm sorry takes you a long, long way. So if you're still single and you're planning on getting married, start practicing saying I'm sorry. Because you're going to say it a whole lot. Amen. And you have to mean it. And look, it's not just saying I'm sorry. It's forgiveness. It's forgiveness. Amen. You know how, you know, that scripture says, uh, uh, you know, Pray for them or forgive them. You know, pray for them. The one that 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 despisedly, you know, hate you and stuff like that. Sometimes that scripture could be re referring to the husband or wife. Sometimes no one has ever gotten you that upset like the husband and wife. But that's normal, amen. Because no one knows us like the husband and wife, amen. No one. So forgiveness is a key thing in marriage. Amen. And look, let me tell you something. If somebody tells you, hey, don't get married, we're going to get married, it's because they've been hurt. They were hurt. So I'm telling you, get married because it's beautiful. But we have to do it right in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. We have to put God first. Amen. We, we, we have to forgive each other because God forgives us. Amen. God forgives us all the time. Amen. God forgives us all the time. So we have to forgive each other. Amen. In Revelation chapter 2 verse 4 says this. Nevertheless, I have this against you. That you have left your first love. Verse 5 says this. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen... Repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Okay. Now this is the Lord speaking. Amen. So, and keep in mind, marriage is so sacred and holy in the eyes of the Lord that he compares himself with, with the church. Amen. So if he's saying this to the church, Amen. This is how sometimes the husband and wife, we have to be. Amen. 
We, we have to repent of certain things and we have to remember what was it, how, you know, when we used to be in love. This scripture is telling, this scripture is saying, what this scripture is saying is that God is telling the people, come back to your first love. And do the things that you used to do when you were really in love with me. That's what the scripture is saying. So now if we think about that with the husband and wife, amen, sometimes we have to come to ourselves. We have to repent, amen, and we have to remember and, and do the things that we used to do, amen. Take her out, amen. Take her out or be good to him. Respect him, amen. Respect him, amen. I remember... You know, before when I had a regular job and I would wake up not so early. And now, you know, sometimes I would wake up really early. And I reminded my wife, I said, hey, you told me you were going to make me breakfast burritos. And she goes, yeah, but five o'clock in the morning. I said, I'm just I'm just trying to remind you what you said. I'll go to Jack in the Box. It's okay, but I'm just reminding you, you said you were going to make me breakfast burritos. Amen. So, but, you know, I was just teasing her, you know, because I know she works. And let me tell you something. House moms is the 24-7 job. Let me, you know, house moms, stay-home moms is a 24-7 job. I, I clock out. Amen. I might clock out sometimes at 11 o'clock at night, but she never clocks out. She's on 24-7. The kid wakes up crying at 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, but I go back to sleep, and she stays up. Amen. And look, I was reading, I was reading this book, you know, because look, I'm going to give the husbands, I'm going to give you some wisdom right now. A $20 book will go a long ways. An $8 book in Amazon would go a long ways. I was like, Jesus, man. The Lord was just speaking to me and checking me and dealing with me. Amen. So brothers that are married and brothers that are singles that want to get married, I suggest you go on audibles and invest $20 on a book. Amen. Because the Lord will use that book to give us revelation. Amen. God is good. Amen. And look, there's books for anything. I seen, I seen books, all kinds of stuff. Amen. I seen this one book. I didn't get it because the title scared me. And this was the title. The title was this, Staying Married When You Feel Like Walking Away. And I was like, oh, I can't preach on this. This is a men's Bible study right here. This is a lifeline Bible study right here. I said, but wow, that's deep. So, brothers, I'm telling you, I'm giving you some wisdom. Some, and I'm giving you wisdom because, I, you know, I didn't have it, but then I got it. If we invest in a, in a book, it will take us a long way. Amen. So, right here, God is telling his people, remember your first love. So, a husband and wife, sometimes we have to come to that point. We have to remember Amen. That glowing smile, that tingle in the eye, those butterflies in the stomach. Because see, those butterflies in the stomach, 
They're not going to be there forever. Sometimes they leave and, you know, so we got to bring them back. Like, hey, butterflies, grab the net, you know, we got to grab that net. Come on, come back. You know, I got to eat like 10 butterflies, you know. So, and then um, look, and that is work. That's what I'm telling you. That is work. That is work. Amen. And now, another point is when, it's, when, the, word, when, the, when the Bible says that, they shall become one flesh. What does that mean? That means partnership. Amen. So, and it doesn't, it's not just talking about sexual intercourse, although that is very important also. Amen. There's been divorces because there's not enough of that. Amen. I'm not going to go too into details because I know there's a little bit of young people here, but when it's talking about that they shall become as one flesh is not just talking about sexual intercourse. Amen. Marriage is a complete union in which all things that were previously owned individually now owned jointly. Amen. So sometimes we didn't know how much package they carried until we got married. Until you get married. And once we make that pact, Amen. When we say I do, we, we can't go back. Amen. As a husband, we got to be there for our wives. As, as, as a wife, they got to be there for the husband. Amen. So uh, when, when a person, when, when a couple, amen, when they become one flesh, they, it's one, one account. It's no longer, and the Lord had to deal with, Matt, with me also. Is no longer my fries. It's our fries. It's no longer my lemonade. It's our lemonade. It's no, now this is, this is the best part. It's no longer my money. It's our money. Now this is where it gets even better. It's no longer my debt. It's our debt. It's our debt. Look, this is one thing that I had in my mind before I got married. That if we were going to go broke, we we're going to go broke together. And if we were going to be blessed, we we're going to be blessed together. <laughs> Amen. And I'm going to tell you something. And I say it all the time. When my wife seen me putting this Bible study together, she was like, please don't say my name. I don't know where she got that idea from. But the reason I speak about it is because I have a thankful heart. The reason I speak about it is because if the Lord can do it for me, he can do it for you. I'm serious, brother and sister. If the Lord can do it for me, the Lord can do it for you because I remember where the Lord brought me out of. I shouldn't be married. I shouldn't be giving this Bible study on marriage and on love. I shouldn't know what love is. But thanks to the Holy Ghost, I know what love is. Thanks to the fruit of the Spirit, I know what love is. Amen. We, the devil's a liar, brother and sister. That's why the devil is trying to destroy marriages right now as we speak. But us as husbands, we can't, let, we can't give the devil that permission. We can't give that devil that authority. Amen. Sometimes we have to go into the room. Don't say nothing to our wives and just go in there and pray. You know, because the devil's a liar. 
And the devil does not ask for permission. The devil, let me tell you something. The devil is not waiting for the man to open up a door. All the devil needs is a little crack in the window. Amen. So it's our job, amen, to, to, to take control of our families. Amen. And look, we, we could, we can't, we can't, you know, I know a lot of us have a past, but when we get baptized in Jesus' name, we're, we're, we're new creatures. Amen. We're new creatures. We can't say no one has loved us because Jesus loved us. Jesus, and look, Jesus gave us the kind of love that no one else. Amen. Because look, and I say this all the time. There's people, marriages that get divorced because they're not faithful. They're unfaithful. So they get a divorce. Okay. Cheating on me. Get a divorce. Never tells me thank you. You could at least say thank you. Or like, ah, oh, arguments. But look, there's people, you know, in the church, not this church, amen, that sometimes we're unfaithful. And the Lord forgives us. He still loves us. Sometimes we don't tell him thank you. And he still blesses us. That's why, that's why, right, that scripture in Revelation, he says, remember your first love. We have to remember our first love. Amen. That's God. Our first love is God. Amen. Because if we put God first, if we put God in our marriage, it's different. Because if we throw the Holy Ghost out the window, the marriage is not going to be, it's not going to be nice. It's going to be really rough. Amen. If we, if we involve the Holy Ghost in the marriage, then it's different. It's different because, you know, we might say certain things, but then we can repent. We're like, you know what? That's not godly. What's my problem? What's going on with me? Sometimes I'm, I'm like the only one, like, I'm, I, sometimes I got to talk to myself, like, what's your problem? You know, because... I need to. That's the Holy Ghost. You know? So we have to, sometimes we have to check ourselves. Because look, being married is not a mistake. I'm telling you, getting married with your wife is not a mistake. Being, saying I do to your husband is not the worst mistake you've ever made. The devil's a liar. Amen? We have to come back to the first love. I remember... You know, because, you know, you know, when we were fellowshipping, you know, then I got married. My wife would start telling me, like, she was all like, you know what? Because, you know, we were talking to each other. She goes, you probably don't remember the first time you seen me. And I was like, of course I do. You were in Lifeline. <laughs> she was like, well, that was easy, you know. I was like, yeah, you were in Lifeline. You couldn't turn bad. You know, you were sitting in the first seat. I was like, yeah, that, that's all the Lifeliners. But then she went specific with me. She goes, I remember I was in the Lifeline van with the ladies. You were walking in the parking lot, KMP. You were wearing a shirt that says AW. And I was like, what? She remembered all this. And then she took it to the extreme. She was, she remember, she was telling me, she goes, and you know what? I didn't want to love you. I would get mad because I loved you so much. And I was like, wow, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost right there. And I was like, wow. 
the Lord was already working in my favor. And I didn't even know. So, brother, don't throw the towel in just yet. Because the Lord is working for you. Don't throw in the towel just yet, brother, because you don't know. And I was like, oh, my God, I wanted to leave during that time, but thank God that I didn't. I was like, thank God that I didn't. So, man, the devil's a liar. The Lord is not. The Lord is faithful. Amen. He's faithful. She would tell me this. She'd be like, I was so in love with you. She'd be like, I was, uh, Brother Johnny would make fun of me because I was so in love with you. And I was like, ah, Brother Johnny. <laughs> and I was mad at Brother Johnny because Brother Johnny never told me this. And I was like, man, Brother Johnny. I was like, man. I, and, you know, I was like, it's good. You know, it's good. But then, you know, and it was the Holy Ghost. And let me tell you something. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm not going to get any more transparent than this, I promise. Years ago, years ago when I was in Lifeline, I was praying for my wife. I was praying for my wife. And I was specific. I was specific. You know? See, brothers, you got to be specific. Very specific. And I was very specific. So when we got married, I remember I was telling her certain things, but then the Lord reminded me, hey, 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 don't do that. Then I remember when I was in my knees and I was praying because I was telling my wife, you know, why are you so on me? But then I remember my prayers. I remember saying that, Lord, give me a woman that'll be on me, you know, like, you know. <laughs> so when she was on me, the Lord Check me. He goes, hey, don't say that to your wife because that's what you prayed for. So I'm like, oh, wow. That's what I prayed for. Amen. So we got to be specific. Amen. We got to be very specific. Amen. Wow. And, the, and I thank the Lord for that, brother and sister, because the Lord works in your favor. Amen. If I would have got, got the super lottos the day that I got married, I would have won. Because the Bible says the Lord gives you favor. He that finds a wife, he gives you favor. Amen. Brother and sit, brothers, there's a lot of brothers out there that wish that we, that we had. Amen. People tell me, you know, wow, you're beautiful girls. Man, there's, you know, there's men out there that wish that had what we had. Amen. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. And look, partnership, okay? We got to share everything. Amen. Everything. Whatever we don't share will cause division. Whatever we don't share will cause division. Amen. If I, if I don't share certain things, she'll start asking why. If she don't share certain things, I'll start asking why. I remember once, you know, this was already years, you know, I've already had my experiences. And I was just, you know, I wanted to see her reaction. So she grabbed my phone. And, you know, before, you don't let nobody touch your phone. So when she grabbed my phone, I told her, hey, don't grab my phone. That's my private. I just wanted to see what she was going to say. She grabbed my phone and she started doing this. She goes, what do you mean it's your private? <laughs> she started doing this. But I was just teasing her, you know. Because before I got married, I had 20 passwords. I still do, but she knows every single one of them. 
Hey, man, she knows all the passwords. And look, let me tell you something. She has the keys to all my saves. I have three saves in my room. My kids are the only ones allowed in my room. Like, if you come over, I'm sorry, I'll show you all the rooms except for my room. Not because it's dirty. Because someone told me that, hey, you don't want us to go into your room because it's dirty, huh? And I'm like, no, 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 it's not because of that. Because my room is holy. That's my holies of holies right there. Amen. So my daughters can go into my room, but my daughters cannot go into my safe. The only ones that can go into my safe is my wife. Amen. So even my kids have certain access with me, but they don't have all the access. My wife does. Amen. So when it's husband and wife, we have to become as one. One flesh, because if I, if, I, if I keep one key and I don't give her access to that lock, she's going to ask why. So she has to have all the keys. Amen. And I'm okay, because when I got married, I had like 10 cents. I was probably even negative 10 cents in my bank account, and she took me like that. So I, 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 I took heat to it when I said, when we're broke, we're going to be broke together. But when, we're ble- when I get blessed, we're going to be blessed together. Amen. Mark 3.25 says this. And, a, and if a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. Amen. If me and my wife are divided, everything's going to fall apart. My kids are going to fall apart. My business is going to fall apart. And let me tell you something, it's true. Because I remember this one time, you know, I had a lot of things in my head. And it was already pouring out into everything. Amen. So, and even if I have a little argument the night before and I go to work without talking about it, I don't have a good day. And, 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 and I'm, my head is just like this. And I don't feel better until I call her, until I call her, amen, and I tell her that I love her. Then I, then I, I, I feel better, amen. So we can't, and when, when we don't speak, when the husband and wife does not speak to each other, that's leaving room for the enemy to come in. The last point real quick, purity, purity. The last scripture says this. That, you know, Adam and Eve, they were naked and they were not ashamed. So it's not necessarily speaking about naked in the physical. We can't be ashamed. Everything. We have to open up to each other. Amen. We have to get personal. Amen. We, and you know what? I learned that when I started opening up doors that I don't let no one in. Except the Holy Ghost, amen. And I let her in, it's different. It, I, I, you know, when I started, when I did that, I felt something different. Like, you know, I felt my marriage going to the next level. Because then she started opening up things. And we just started opening up each other. And I just, it, God is good. Because when we hide things from each other, it's not, it's not safe. It's not safe. Amen. So we have to be very transparent with each other. Amen. So and Galatians 5.22 says this. 
But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Amen. So we need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Let's give God a round of applause. Amen. Amen. If we call, please stand.